Today I am uh, really excited as we put a close last week to our last series. Today we launch a brand new series that I'm very excited about. Over the next three weeks we are going to talk about your three greatest gifts. Three things that I believe the Lord has given to each and every one of us to use, to manage, to, to be fruitful in, to be productive in. And, and um, as we take a look at these three things, I pray that over the next three weeks that your heart will be open, that you will listen and ask the Lord, Lord, how am I using my, my three greatest gifts? How am I putting these to work in my life and allowing you to shine through these gifts? Today, I want to talk to you about the first gift that I believe the Lord gives to you and I, and that is the gift of time. Time. Time is an incredible gift that you and I have received from the Lord. Come on. How many of you have wasted a minute or two? Right? We've all seemed to desire, as we get to a certain point in our life, we desire to have more time. How many of you have ever said, there's not enough hours in the day? Can't get it all done. I'm always striving. Always, always. It's kind of like the, the time is like sand in our hands trying to hold it and it just continues to, to pour through. You can't stop it. It, it can be elusive. It, it continues. It marches on. Nothing stops time. Time is a valuable commodity. Time is something that, that many seek uh, more of, as I mentioned, we, we all want more time. We would love for the days to go just a little bit slower. And then there's those days that just can't get over fast enough. Let, let this day just end. I'm, I'm done. Come on. You've been halfway through the day and you cannot wait till you get to put that head on the pillow and enjoy some time sleeping. Some time resting, some time in bed. Time is an incredible thing. It's something that we all have been given uh, the exact same amount on a daily basis. Time is one of the greatest gifts that we have. We can spend it. We can squander it. We can use it. We can lose it. It's, it's something that we have and, and we watch over every single day. There are rhythms, I think, that take place in our lives when it comes to time and how we use our time. We probably have rhythms. We have productive times. We have times that we are very productive and we're using our time and we feel good and it's, and it's working. We, we also have those moments where we're walking through seasons where, where it just seems like it's work. We have seasons of rest. We need those. I, I believe that the Lord really wants to walk us through and help us to encounter some, some amazing rhythms in our lives when it comes to the use of our time. When it comes to the use of our time, I believe that, that God wants to help each and every one of us understand what this gift is to us. When we waste time, many times... Come on. How many of you have ever just wasted a day? How many of you have ever had so many things to accomplish, you had a big old checklist, and you got to the end of the day, 
and you never checked off one thing. In fact, you probably did the opposite. You added a few, right? You added those. And, and, and many times when we go through that, we need times of rest. We need seasons of rest. We need those moments, a, a rest day. You need a Sabbath. You need a day where you just relax, recharge, review. That, that, is, that is part of the rhythms of time. Many times when it's time to be productive, however, we can find ways of wasting time. They say that when we waste time, many times those bring on feelings of anxiety. They bring on frustration. Have you ever been frustrated that you didn't accomplish the tasks that were at hand and and they were there and you wanted to get them done, but, but something hindered you? It was you, right? We found something to do. Come on. Am I the only one? When I have a task that I really don't want to do, I'm really good at finding a lot of other things that I could do so I didn't have to do the one thing that I didn't want to do. I have to rake out the lawn. Yeah, but that movie needs watching today. That, mo- that thing needs to be done. Well, we, we understand that, and when we waste time, we, we can experience frustration. We can experience anxiety because the stress of not accomplishing what we wanted to accomplish, it didn't get accomplished, and then we know that it's just hanging over our head the next day, and and it's there. However, when we are productive with our time, we can experience satisfaction, fulfillment. It's, It's kind of as if our own, in our own eyes, our value rises when we accomplish something if you've ever been lazy or procrastinated when you had so much to do that feeling when maybe you felt unproductive and i ask you this question may have you ever felt a little as they say behind the eight ball a little behind the eight ball like you're always trying to catch up you're always trying to get ahead you can't seem to get a grasp on your day on your time on on being productive on so many different levels or things sometimes we can experience that and, and we can kind of get into a season where we always feel behind the eight ball we kind of feel like we're behind that everything that we're trying to accomplish seems to be eluding us and we're not able to be what we would hope, even in our own minds, productive. I want you to know that behind, if we are behind, if we feel behind, the Lord has some things to say about our time. From the youngest to the oldest in the room, I believe that God wants us to understand the value of our time, the value of our days, the value of that which He has given us every single day to spend and to use. Look at, we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 5, two verses in verse 15 and 16. I'm reading from the ESV version. He says this, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time. Making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Here we are really encouraged to make the most of our time. Make the most of every opportunity for the days are evil. And the Lord is telling us and urging us to to make use of the time the days that we have and as we go through this life i pray that today we would understand 
how valuable our time is and really how it as a commodity can be used in our own lives in a powerful way and how the Lord can use those things which we offer Him. How many of you know when we offer Him gifts, when we offer Him uh, our time, when we offer those things to Him, did you know it's almost kind of like our finances, when you give our finances, give and it shall be given to you? I don't know about you, but there's something incredible when we allow the Lord and learn from the Lord to use our time wisely, something miraculous happens. And I, I really hope that you kind of are able to take this journey with me. If I, if I could in this room, how many of you like cash? Cool. If you don't have your hand raised, I'll take yours. <laughs> if, if, if you like cash and, and I were say, to say to you, hey, uh, today, every single person in this room, I am going to give $86,400. How many of you would want to take some of that? I'm going to give you $86,400. And as I do that, here's the only thing. Here's the only stipulation. You have to spend it all today. You have to spend it, invest it, give it, do whatever you can do. It all has to be gone at the end of the day. And whatever you don't spend of those dollars, you have to return and give back at the end of the day. Here's what I want you to understand. I want you today to meet time. Every single person in this room has 86,400 seconds in every single day that we get to use, spend, invest, and at the end of the day, it is gone. It's gone. However we spend it, what we do with it, don't do with it, how we spend it to rest, how we spend it with our family, how we spend it with those in need, how we, how we spend that time can become so important as we understand there are 86,400 seconds in our daily account. No matter how you experience that, I want you to know that God has given and granted each and every one of us the exact same amount of time each and every day and how we spend it. He tells us in His Word, look carefully how you walk. Walk as you are wise, not as unwise. Make the best use of time because the days are evil. I believe like never before, God wants to speak to our hearts and our lives. Not just, of course... In, in many areas and many things, but today, how you and I use our time, how we spend it, as we understand, I, I want to share with you a couple of very quick, quick quotes on time. Listen to this. When you waste time, you waste yourself. Life is not a dress rehearsal. You only get one shot. Do you know? That in a lifetime of 72 years, a person will spend 21 years sleeping. Some of us a little bit more. We will spend 14 years working. Six years sleeping. Five years waiting in line. We've all been in that line, haven't we? What did I do? 
The second sleeping is supposed to be eating. Showering. There it is. We're showering for six years. What did I do? Always something. 21. Some of you wish you could add the 21 and the 6, and you make that put it all for sleeping. Six years eating. Or that too. That too. You. So if you take a look at that, whether you're... Oh, we changed it back to eating. Let's just say what? Yeah. How many of you spent way more... In in 72 years, you're going to spend way more time than six years eating. Now remember, this is the average of what we might experience in a 72-year lifespan. Listen to this next one. In 72 years, you will spend one full year searching for lost things. I want you to know that I will spend a lot more than one year searching for lost things because I not only search for my lost things, I search for everybody else's lost things. I cannot stand lost things. If my kids say I can't find something, I'm like, let's go find it right now. Dad, don't. Dad, I'll find it. 22 months in worship. Eight months opening junk mail. That is how you are spending eight months of your life. Six months waiting at stoplights. This is how we... Many times, see, if you kind of quantify the value of our time, where we spend it, how we spend it, many times on things that that we can't help, we got to sleep, we got to go to work, we got to do those things, Uh, eight months junk mail, all of these things that we see, how, how really is the best way for you and I to experience the best use of our time? Listen to this. God has given the gift of time to every person at every place. For each evolving time, God has given us yesterday, today, and maybe tomorrow. Therefore, you and I are called in the Word of God to make today count. Make today valuable. Make today count in your life. And as we do that, when we take care of the day, it takes care of the week. When we take care of the day, it takes care of the month. When we take care of the day, we win the year. And all of a sudden, when we string together day after day after day of allowing our time to be used in a manner that is profitable, as the Word says, something great takes place. Ecclesiastes 3 is the great chapter on time. Verse 1 through 15 says there's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plan, a time to harvest. There's a a time for everything under the sun. It really explains what this life is like and, and understanding the many uses of time and the seasons of time. The Bible says that you should profit from your work. That God has a plan for your life. 
God has given us the ability to look at our lives beyond the day, beyond the right now, beyond the what's happening here. Did you know that we can invest our time today to produce a harvest for tomorrow? When you invest in your children, when you invest in your family, when you invest it, even your time at work on projects and things, many times the investment of the day yields fruit for tomorrow. And we understand that, and we walk through that, we experience that, and we take those moments and count every single day as a gift from the Lord. The Bible says He gives all of us the ability to appreciate our work. He expects us to do good work and, and to do good with our work and to experience good from our work. God wants us to enjoy the fulfillment of life. He created it. It's beautiful. The world that He has created that we can experience those things. God wants us to find fulfillment and enjoyment in His creation and all that He has done. Did you know that time changes, but God never changes? Time changes. Time changes people. We change with time. We change with time time changes things time changes people god never changes his hand in our lives to understand god's economy of time And he says that we are here, but we are only a mist, a vapor. Our lives are so quick, they are passing, they are fleeting. We have this one chance. It's not a dress rehearsal. This is what we've been given. We have one chance. We have one chance to make our life. And one of the greatest ways that we can do that is to give our time back to the Lord, to use our time wisely. And I'll I'll explain that in a couple of minutes. But even the day... The Bible says of our death has been set. God is in control. It's easy to doubt that when you look at the world today, full of crime, full of corruption, wars, uh, pandemics, all the crazy things that have been taking place. Church, I want you to know, no matter what takes place today or in time tomorrow, our God is in control. His Word tells us that. He is in control. God has given us the gift of time for every person, at every place, for each evolving time. God has given us yesterday and today and maybe even tomorrow. Therefore, we should make every day count. There are some questions that really have to be answered uh, before we can decide how we should spend our time. You and I have all been given time. We have time to use to spend it. And there's probably some questions that we need to ask ourselves so that we can understand what the best use of our time might be. One of the first questions that we might ask is, what are the things that I value? What are are some of the things that you value? What are some of the things that that you find are are valuable to you? Where would you like uh, that value to be spent? I, I understand that value is a powerful thing. Did you know that what I value is usually somewhere that I want to spend my time? I want to spend my time in the areas of life that I have around me that are valuable to me. 
Uh, as we go through life, we have to balance time. We have things that we would love to do and we value, but we've also got these other things that we have to do. We have to go to work. We have to spend some time there so that we can provide for those family members and those things that we have or, or to make a way in our own life. And so there's this constant... Uh, Sometimes I, I call it a war with our time. We, we would all love to be independently wealthy so we didn't have to go to work. Can I get an amen? But the Bible says that work is a good thing. Work produces much in our lives. And so the Lord knows in the rhythms of life that there are things that maybe you and I might not want to do, but He understands that there's an incredible benefit to us for doing those things. Did you know that He works in us when we have suffering, when we lose a family member, when we lose a loved one, God can do work in our hearts and our lives. There is a season, a season for everything. There's a season to rejoice. There's a season to mourn. There's a season to experience all of those things. And as we experience those and understand the time and the rhythm of the seasons in our lives, that we understand those things, that there, we have to know where are the things that we value. Where are the things with the minutes that I have, the seconds that I have in the day when I get out of work and I get home or wherever it is that I'm at? And, and, and I don't know about you. Maybe you've become a master even at work. We, come on. Even at work we can sneak some minutes, right? You can go get a coffee. Praise the Lord. Am I the only one? You can sneak, go get a coffee, go get something to drink, go talk to a coworker. We can do some things that enhance the relationship within the workplace. We can experience some neat things that take place in, in those settings. And, and we, can, we can build and relationally and we can do those things. It's not sometimes just all about the X's and O's and getting this done and that done. Many times there's so many different facets to our time. And if we're not careful, however, sometimes it can just fall through our fingers if you've ever had a a season like where did the time go where did this how did i get here how how did i you know turn this age how did i get to this place in my life it feels like just yesterday our our children were born it feels like just yesterday and all of a sudden the time just begins to to fly and we understand that and we know that and so the lord says protect it protect your time watch over it keep it It's a very spiritual thing to be on guard over our time because the day and age that we live in, it's very simple to waste a a minute, a waste an hour, waste a day, waste a week, waste time in so many different facets before we know it. We understand that our time is gone. So what are the things that we value? We also have many times in in the what we value, we have to understand what our strengths and our weaknesses are. And and we kind of walk through those. And and when we we don't operate in the areas that we enjoy, when we have to operate in some of the areas we might call our weaknesses, some three things typically happen in our lives. And we experience fatigue, frustration, and many times uh, failure when we, when we try and strive to spend our times in the areas that might be a weakness to us or might not be valuable to us, we find ourselves frustrated. We find ourselves fatigued. We find ourselves in that moment where we just don't understand why am I treading? Why am I spinning my wheels? Why am I not accomplishing? Why am I feeling like a failure? Why am I doing these things? And, and I want you to understand no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, 
I believe with all of my heart that God wants us today, the day and age that we live in, to redeem the time. To redeem the time that He has given us to use it. Another great question is, what things do I do? What things do I do that produce the greatest reward? What things do I do in my life that produce the greatest reward? I kind of want to spend my time in those areas. I want to spend the majority of my time understanding those are the areas that matter. What do I value? What, what produces the great, greatest reward? It's kind of like the, the Pareto principle, uh, the 80-20 rule. This, this is a, a rule that is a, it's a, it's a powerful concept. When you think about it, uh, in regards to time, uh, many times it's used in business, it's used in churches, it's used in many different facets and areas. But if you apply this rule to time, it is saying this, that if we use our time wisely, if we allow the Lord to be the Lord of our time and our days and we seek Him and, and we seek to use our time with Him, for Him, godly purposes, and also the things that He's created for us to accomplish in a day. If we allow that, let's, let's apply this rule. Here's what it's saying. 20% of our effort, 20% of our time, those things that are valuable, when we apply it, 20% of those will accomplish 80% of an incredible harvest. Uh, something that is good. 20% of doing the right things, everybody say right, the right things can produce an 80% yield in our lives. If we squander our time, if we don't use our time wisely, if we don't use and see every day, many times you can feel like this. I've felt like this. I've had days like this. I felt like I spent 80% of my time giving it, working hard, doing these things, and, and it only yielded such a small fruit in my life. It was, it was just that 20% that just didn't quite seem to fit right. 20% of the results were not what I desired. I would rather, come on, how many of you would rather spend 20% of your time and see 80% results instead of spending 80% of our time doing 20%? And what matters is that we spend our time on the things that we value. We understand what use of our time all of a sudden begins to yield fruit in our lives. Here we see these things. Um, another question, what are the important things that only I can do in the position that God has assigned to me? What are some of the things that only I can do in the position that God has assigned me? If I internalize that, I, I, He has given me and put me in a position to be the best husband that I can be to my wife, to be the best father that I can be to my children. Nobody else can do that. There's not a person on the planet that can do those things. What are the things that God has given you and He's put you in a position that nobody else can fulfill that mandate but you? I don't know about you, but that would be a great place to spend my time. A great place to invest my time are in the things that nobody else can do. If somebody else can do it, let them do it. Can I get an amen? Let them do it. I want to focus on the things that I need to do, that God's called me to do. 
God has ability for me and given us the task and the ability. And those values and those things, they mean so much. Many times what we say and what we do, they can be different. Let me, let me share with you a quick definition, the word credibility. When people look at us and they see us become credible, a, a credible person is someone that when I say and what I do are the same thing. When I say what I, when I, when what I do is the same as what I say, that equals credibility. That equals credibility. That equals credibility in your family, in your home, with your parents, with your grandparents, with your sons and your daughters. When you become a person of your word, all of a sudden, mom, dad, you are credible because when you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. You, it's not just words, but you back it up with action. Another question that we can ask is, what time am I giving back to the Lord? What time am I giving back to Him? Are you investing in the kingdom? Are you investing in others? There is no greater place to spend time, not on ourselves, which is easy to do, but to spend time blessing others, to spend time encouraging someone else, to spend time helping someone else succeed. Many times we spend our, our, all of our days and all of our time it can become so focused on ourselves. How can we spend our time to help someone else succeed in life? To help someone else be victorious? To help someone else see the Lord? To see someone else experience those things? Just a couple of quick reflections that I have as we live in the day and age that we live in today. Some, some, some tech things. Saving time with technology. Come on, how many of you know this thing? It can suck some time. You take a look at that, you only plan a couple of minutes, an hour and a half later. Those that are, I'm sorry if you laughed out loud, now we know it was you. It's very simple to do. It's very simple to allow time to escape. To allow time to be elusive. Here's what I encourage you to do. When you're in the middle of something, when you're with someone, this is hard. When you're with people, when you're engaged with your family, and the phone buzzes, what, come on, what's the first thing we do? This is, and I got to look at that thing right now. Whoa, did you know? The Detroit Pistons lost again. We get alerts. We get notifications. We get things that, that strive to continually cry for our voice, our social media, our, our, all of the social media platforms that maybe you're involved in, and maybe you're here and you're not in, in those. Let me just tell you one of the greatest tragedies that we have in this world today. Listen, social media, in many cases, listen to what I'm about to say, social media has become the master and we have become the slave. Social media has become the master and we have become the slave to everything that happens in the world, everything that happens on my phone, everything that happens in this moment. And all of a sudden our attention is diverted and it's diverted and it's diverted. And the Lord is literally, I, I believe, because, and I'm, I'm preaching to you this morning because let me tell you something. He's preached it to me. And I too have to understand that in order to accomplish and redeem the time, this thing sometimes has to be set aside. Leave it alone. Push it over. Do whatever it needs to do. Don't drop everything whenever your phone buzzes or he makes a noise or does or accomplishes something. 
Final verse, Psalm 90, 12, says, So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Lord, teach us to count our days, to number them, to understand them, to know that they are fleeting, that we need to seize those opportunities. So what do we do with time? We do one thing. We have to manage it. We have to manage our time. We have to seek every single day to manage the the seconds that you and I have been given, to manage it well, find times of rest, find times of work, find times of productivity, find times to spend time with others, find time to seek the Lord. And, And I'm so thrilled that you've set aside time this morning to join us, even in a service to say, Lord, I'm giving you my time, whether you're online or here. You're saying, Lord, this you are valuable to me, and I... I want to spend time with God's people. I want to spend time with you. Who are you mentoring? Who are you talking to? Who are you building in the faith? Who are you bringing along the journey? If you're going on the journey of faith alone, that's not what God intended. He intended for us to spend time with others. Here's four things that I believe we can do to manage our time very quickly. And I'll close with this. These last four things. Number one, make every day count. Make every day in your life count. Seize the day. Don't lose one of them. Even if it's a day that you've set aside to rest, that's the great use of a day. Seize it. Number two, enjoy yourself. God created this planet. He created this world. He created the the seasons in, in it for us. It's okay to have fun. God made some beautiful things for you and I to enjoy. Listen to this. Everything has purpose. Find yours. Everything has purpose. Find it. Find the purpose that God has for you. May may you find those things that you value. May you find those things that, that you desire the Lord to do in your life and say, God, help me to redeem the day. Help me to redeem the time. And four, make a decision today to trust God in everything. Trust God in everything. One of the great time wasters that you and I experience is one word, and it's called worry. We spend our days worrying about tomorrow. We worry about what we can't even control. We worry about the things that are outside of our scope to hold on to or control. And because we spend our days worrying, listen, let me, let me help you. If you decide today that God is in control of everything, everything is in his hands. My days are numbered. He knows them. He knows my day. He knows my address. The Bible says, listen to this in, in Exodus 23, 26, all, this is a great promise, All of your days he will fulfill. He will fulfill them all. Seek the Lord. Follow him. Walk with him. Don't allow worry. Don't allow the the things of this world to steal or rob another moment from you. Let's redeem the time. Let me let you know this. God is still dependable. You believe that today? Let Let me share with you 
You feel like you've ever squandered a day, squandered the moments, maybe even in squandered some, the time that you've had. And, and today you look back, and, and I think we all could probably look back and say, man, I wish I could have that day over. I wish I could have done that differently. I wish I would have spent more time doing this and this, and I, I allowed work to get in the way of my family time, or I allowed this to get in the way of that. And I, if I could look back, we all, hindsight is twenty twenty. we can look back and see some things that we want to change. No matter where you are, let me share some truths with you today. God still loves you. God still loves you. The Bible is still true. God will hear your prayers. Did you know that the Holy Spirit is still seeking those who are lost today? God is God. The Holy Spirit will not leave you. God knows your problems. He knows the difficulty of the day. There is still room at the cross. Jesus still saves. All of those things are true. No matter where we've come from, no matter how we've spent our days, we come to a moment where our lives intersect with Him and something good takes place. Today, I invite you, each and every one of us in this room, to take a few moments and really to consider the time. Consider how we're using our time. Consider how we may be able to really take those things, maybe even put them in our our lives and throw it in there and say, okay, God, because those questions we ask, sometimes those have to be asked before we can set up a plan for a better use of our day, a better use of our time. May we use it wisely today. Can I ask, how many of you in this place would join me and say, you know what? If I were being honest, I could use my time a little bit more wisely. Anybody else in the room? I love your honesty. It's a reality of life. We've all been given that time and we we know we should use it. I just want you to know we have three great gifts that the Lord has given us. Today, it's time. Today, I wanted to really talk about our time and how we use it. I I hope it's been beneficial. I I hope it's been something that, that really spurred some thought in you according to the Word. The Lord really wants us to use our time wisely. And when we do, something amazing happens. We begin to feel victorious. We begin to experience productivity and life and goodness and all of those things. And that's my heart for you today. As a body, as, a, as you go out from this place today, I, I pray that you experience life to the fullest as you engage with Him every moment of the day. And allow Him, can we do that? Can we allow Him to be the Lord of our time? Allow Him to be the Lord of the day. And maybe you're here today or maybe you're watching online and you've never asked Jesus Christ into your heart. Let me tell you, one of the greatest things that you could ever do is to give Him your heart and your life and allow the day from this moment forth to be spent living with Him. How many of you think that's a great idea when we give our hearts and our lives to the Lord? I want to encourage you today to do that. All you have to do is pray this simple prayer. I'm going to invite everyone in the room. Would you just stand to your feet with me right now? And as we stand, would you just, uh, would you just close yourselves in with the Lord? 
Would you just do something that Pastor Brian asked us to do a moment ago uh, when we were at the end of worship? Would you just extend your hands to the King? Would you just surrender your, your, right now, surrendering your time, surrendering your life, surrendering your energies, surrendering all of those things? Maybe you look back and you say, boy, I I sure wasted that. I, I sure missed it on that one. I want you to know, in this moment, the Lord wants to redeem the time. Maybe you're looking back and you wish you had a, a better relationship with someone in your family a friend. I want you to know the Lord can, re- re- can, can literally in this moment begin to redeem the time with them. I'm going to pray that the Lord will restore, that He will give back, that He will heal, He will deliver, He will give all of those things to us as we close this service. And as we do, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus, all you have to do is pray. As we pray today, all you have to do is ask Jesus to come into your heart, come into your life. The Bible says that when you ask, he will come in like a flood. Come on, church. Let's lift it to him right now and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much that you are God. I thank you that you are on the throne. I thank you, Lord, that you are you care enough about us to even talk to us, Lord, about our time and how valuable it is. Lord, may we use it wisely. Lord, may it be used for your kingdom. And Lord, we stand here with our hands raised to you and we ask you, Lord, to do a great and mighty work in us. Help us to redeem the time. Help us to use that time to heal, to restore, to be used for your kingdom. Lord, if there are those watching even now as we pray, God, we invite you into our hearts and our lives. Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, for those who don't know you, I pray that in this moment they would ask you and you would minister to their hearts in this moment, God, that you would come in like a flood. And you would do something incredible in their hearts. Redeem their lives. Redeem their time. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said. And everyone said. God is good. Amen. Say it with me. Redeem the time. Bless you. Hold on one second. Not a hand clap in this place. Saginaw first. Word of God was absolutely awesome. I want to encourage you that if you made a decision for Christ today, please let us know. We want to follow up with the next steps and encourage you and help you mature in the things of God. And we are going to use our time wisely this week. And one of the ways we're going to do that is I I want to challenge you to tell everybody about Jesus and invite somebody to know him as his Lord and your Lord and King, his Lord and King. And I want you to bring somebody as well. Tell everybody and invite somebody and bring them with you next Sunday, okay? God bless you, Saginaw First. Have a great day.